0: again back to the hard work if if you want to live something that is against the norm of society you've really you have to work for that i mean going it's like going against the flow you know what i mean so if you want it you have to want it really bad and you have to follow through and work for it let's dig through the mud together we're so glad you're here join us here each week for my life
1: Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because I believe that our stories are what connect us, especially the darker, more challenging parts of them. The times in my life where I felt the most deeply connected and okay are within those moments of truth-speaking and ruthless vulnerability with another person. Here we talk about topics surrounding inner child, addiction, friendship love, sex, creativity, connection, community, really, this is the place where we talk about all the things, especially the things that are sometimes just simply hard to talk about. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you big topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode 11 of Mudlark. Today, I'm sharing a conversation with Marietta Easley of Slice of Heaven Farm in Sandy, Oregon. I met Marietta because one of my students reached out to me early this year. Uh, There was an ad out, this beautiful farm looking for a yoga teacher to come in once a week in exchange for a CSA account. And I surprisingly was all in. And I say surprisingly because... At that time, like early this year, I was just not sure how much time we were going to be spending in Oregon. Now we're primarily here. We're spending a lot of time here. And it just seemed like too big of a commitment. But I went for it. And I'm so glad I did. It has been the most beautiful energy exchange known to mankind. I love them. I love her whole family. All of her farmers. It's just been really magical going there once a week. So in today's conversation, Marietta shares a lot with us. We talked about how she didn't meet her dad until she was in her 30s. She had a ton of siblings on that side. We talked about what it's like working with her husband, who she co-owns Slice of Heaven with. We talk about just creative living and doing life differently. It was just such a great, comfortable conversation. I love Marietta because I feel like she's so innately good at nurturing everyone around her, bringing peace, and she just has the best energy. And I'm so excited to share her with you today. Before we hop into the show, I want to remind y'all that I'm leading a workshop downtown Portland on November 9th. So it's a Saturday and I'm doing so with Courtney Santoro, the intuitive astrologer from episode one. If you have not listened to that episode, please do because it's a beautiful segue into what we're going to be bringing to this workshop. Basically, the workshop is two and a half hours of connection, divine learning, wholehearted integration she's going to be covering north node south node and moon all you're going to need to give us is your birthday and birthplace. and I'm going to be sharing some inner child work with you guys and also I created a really beautiful sequence to help you integrate all the shit that we're learning so I will leave the link to this workshop in the show notes I'd love to see you in person it would be so great to have you there um last thing at the uh, during the conversation I totally forgot to ask Marietta where you guys can connect with her like I ask all of my guests so sorry about that but I will leave all of her info in the show notes feel free to reach out to her she's excited to talk to you and without further ado let's move on to the conversation with Marietta I'll see you guys on the other side Like, where did you grow up? Wh- what were your parents like? Just all of
0: that. Okay.
1: And maybe, like, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my name is Marietta Easley. Um, I was born in San Francisco, California. Um, <clears throat> I, my mom was a very young mom. She was 20 when she had me. So I lived most of my childhood with her and my grandparents, Um, right outside of San Francisco.
1: Like living with your grandparents, you and her lived with them?
0: Yeah, and she lived with us off and on. She was also um, going through college at UC Berkeley, so she lived on campus. She'd come on weekends. There'd be some summers (coughs) that she would live with us, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, um, up until I was 13, I lived with my grandparents.
1: Wow. So she was like in school and you were being raised by your grandparents basically yeah, pretty What much. was she going to school for?
0: Um she got a masters in art and a, a masters of fine art. So, oh wow. Yeah.
1: It's that is surprising to me. I don't know why, but like just being such a young mom and then being like, "Okay, I'm going to go to college now." It just seems like you don't see that a yeah. ton. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's like, true.
0: Whoa. Um everyone in my family is pretty ambitious and driven. Yeah. So Yeah. She was like, I'm not going to sacrifice like what I want to do. And she really wanted to be an artist, a painter. I love that. Are you guys close? Yeah. Well, my mom is, uh, she passed away in 2017, Okay. but we were very close. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: what did you kind of view your grandparents as like surrogate parents or was it like, those are my grandparents and then this is my mom. Pretty separate.
0: Yeah, it was separate. Um, they, I was very, very close with my grandfather. He kind of filled in the father role for me. Yeah. Um, my grandmother was a little less involved. She had like health issues. Mm. So I wasn't as close with her.
1: Right. Where is your dad? Was he ever in your life?
0: So he was in the Philippines. Um, my mom had lived there um, for a little while with him and then realized. So they were actually married Um then so young (laughs) yeah so young um realized she wanted to she wasn't really into the relationship so she left and came back to the United States pregnant with me oh okay so then I never met my father until I was 32 but that's another story (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so it was just my mom okay yeah
1: but you did meet your dad I did can you tell us about that
0: yeah it's a cool story Actually, my mom asked me sometime around high school if I wanted to meet him because um, she said, well, I'm sure I can figure out how, you know, we could find him. Right. And I wasn't very interested at that point because he hadn't been a part of my life. And I had a stepdad who was really amazing who came into my life when I was 11. Um, so I think I was, tw- I want to say, 25. And I, you know, I had Facebook at that point. And I got an email or a message from someone that said, are you Marietta, who was born on August 2nd, 1980? And I recognized her last name was the last name of my father. Wow. And so I was like, that must be my aunt. So I talked to my mom about it. And she's like, yeah, that's your aunt. So I replied to her and I was like, yeah, that's me. And then I had always been super curious if I had siblings um, on that side of the family. So all of a sudden I get a message from my sister that I didn't know I had. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. (laughs) Seriously, she looks exactly like me. She's like my twin.
1: Whoa. But
0: she's, I think, like 13 years younger or 12 years younger. Anyway, yeah. So once I saw that, I'm like, okay, I need to to know these people.
1: Oh, my God. I'm covered in goosebumps. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. So then that's we started talking, and then Brandon and I and our daughter, America, who was at the time just 20 months made the trip to the Philippines to meet them to the for the first time
1: what did that feel like
0: it was crazy um but it was it was really good
1: like on your way over were you nervous or
0: yeah I was definitely nervous um but yeah it was exciting I have a huge family I have actually um four siblings on that side of the family so four half siblings yeah which
1: can you paint the picture of like what it was like when you saw them um <laughs> if you don't mind I'm yeah. so curious I want it was like,
0: amazing because I was like oh I see where I come from now <laughs> like, these are my
1: people like,
0: they look just like me wow. they have the same body structure they walk like me <laughs> oh, no and I brought my other sister so I have half two half siblings on um from my mom and my stepdad okay and um my sister Natasha who's from my mom and my stepdad is almost the same age as my sister Alexa who's in the Philippines. Okay, So I brought Natasha with me and it was funny too because she looked at them and she's like wow this is so obvious where wow. you came from now. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. So it was fun. And you met your dad? Mm-hmm. How was that? It was good.
0: It yeah. was interesting to, I mean just to like look at someone and see like the traits you have in common and Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it seems like I mean, the, the, the do the siblings stick out almost more?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was so so excited to find out that I had more siblings. Yeah, you know, there's just something like I'm related to you, like yeah. And with me and Alexa, we you know obviously we never knew each other, didn't grow up around each other, and you could confuse us for each other like she came last summer spent some time with us and Brandon said sometimes he would see us from behind and yeah. not know who was who oh my yeah. gosh he'd be like which one is my wife <laughs> that's we such a look weird the same we stand the same Whoa. we yeah, that's have amazing. some mannerisms that are the same that it's totally genetic you know at that point isn't we that crazy yeah.
1: I know I, I'm always amazed this this reminds me, my mom was adopted. And mm-hmm. so she didn't meet her biological mother until she was, I think, probably like 19 or okay. so. But same thing when she met her mom, they like moved the same. They have the same handwriting. Mm-hmm. The way they speak is so similar. I'm like, it's like, how is that just genetic? How is that in you to be? Yeah act that way yeah. <laughs> like it's so weird It's very interesting I love that so much and so how long were you in the Philippines
0: just a few weeks
1: Okay. Actually, yeah. Did you come back feeling like a different person, just more connected to your roots? Yeah.
0: Felt like, okay, questions have been answered that, you know, have kind of been lingering my whole life.
1: Yeah. Has your family from the Philippines come to visit you here?
0: Yeah, they have actually. They've been um, very involved. I have. So my father and stepmom came last winter and my sister came last summer, like I told you. And then I have all these um, like extended relatives, cousins, step cousins um and they've been they've all come to the farm and like wow had a role in some kind of way and so it's really the most awesome thing about meeting the family is just knowing everyone and everyone is awesome
1: what the heck it's been
0: such a like uh you know all of a sudden i just got to have this huge family and all these people that i
1: mean it just grew you know, so much like overnight so quickly yeah wow yeah and when i met you and in- Um, I, for those of you who don't know, which none of you know this, but I've been teaching yoga out here at Slice of Heaven, Marietta and Brandon's micro farm, um, in micro farm Um, in Sandy. And I've been teaching yoga to them and their farmers. And all summer I noticed there was just so much family here. Like you were just hosting like the whole time, almost all summer, (laughs) it seemed like. And before you met all of this family, have you always been that way? Just having... Love hosting and having people over
0: absolutely yeah that's kind of what I live for yeah <laughs> is like having family and friends like close i'm I'm really into like close relationships I don't have you know an exorbitant amount of friends I like close yeah. relationships um but yeah having people in our home and having a lot of hospitality sharing meals them good food, yes. yeah just time together is very important
1: were you like that when you were a kid Do you feel like just loving
0: yeah so my mom's side of the family that I did grow up with um I have an aunt and uncle her brother and sister and cousins and then extended aunts and uncles and stuff and always like tons of family get-togethers because we all lived within about 15 minutes of each other right so just yeah very full on like Family time.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. um just to back up, you were, you said, was it until you were 11 that you were with your grandparents? Until
0: I was 13. 13. Okay. Then
1: what happened after that?
0: So, then my mom married Steve, my stepdad. Um, and then once they were married, um, they invited me to come live with them at that point because she had, you know, a more stable situation to, right. in which to take me. And at that point, my grandparents. Um, relinquished me. Um, My grandfather was getting kind of sick. Anyway, he was older. So it was a good time. Um, And so I went to live with them. And then the best thing in my whole life happened to me, which was when my sister was born. Mm -hmm. So I was 14 when she was born, and then 16 when my brother was born. So that was amazing for me, because it was like, not my babies, but like my little babies. Yeah. That I got to and you're
1: such it. a nurturer by yeah. nature. That's like what you do.
0: So that was really fun. And now we're very close um, still. And yeah, so it was a good transition into um, a more traditional kind of household feel.
1: Right. Was it hard leaving your grandparents?
0: It was. My grandfather at that point, like I said, was ill. So he was pretty in and out of the hospital. So he wasn't even really there. Right. A lot of the time. And that was hard to leave. Mm-hmm. But I was 13. You know, I was really into school and sports and, you know, my life and
1: friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Wow. And then you went through high school. Did you go to college?
0: I did. Um, so I went to UCLA. I didn't I, I didn't want to go too far away from home because I wanted to be close enough. To watch my little brother and sister grow up, so I'd I'd drive home on the weekends a lot just to come see them, and they'd come mm-hmm. visit me. Um, so I stayed, you know, about five hours away.
1: Wow. That's so cool. I love that you had your younger, younger siblings. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a huge age difference. Yeah. They were your little babies. They
0: were. Yeah, lots of diaper changes.
1: (laughs) So you live in Oregon now. So more like now day, like, what's going on in your life today? Can you talk about your family and just Mm -hmm. this amazing farm?
0: So um, my husband, Brandon, and I have been married for nine years, together for 11 um, we have three beautiful daughters. Eight, Literally the most beautiful
1: <laughs> kids I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank it's you. sick. We're going to like have to put a picture of you guys up.
0: <laughs> um, they're amazing. Um, we own a farm. So when we first started dating, um, I was working as an environmental consultant for um, this environmental company. And we were back in uh, Louisiana. That's where Brandon is from, in New Orleans. And he um, was doing industrial refrigeration. And we knew that both our jobs were not what we wanted to do for our whole life. We knew we loved food. Back in Louisiana, it was hard to get, you know, fresh, good, healthy food. Um, So we thought, well, why don't we start growing it ourselves and see if we can you know make a business out of it and at first it was kind of like well are we going to go a restaurant route or are we going to go a farming route we didn't really know so we moved and bought some property and um in louisiana in louisiana and started farming we just read a bunch of books wow. and just started and we made a million mistakes <sighs> but after a year We started going to farmer's markets. Um, We had America. And at that point, that was a good segue for me to quit my job. And um, yeah, started taking our babies to farmer's markets and farming. And I think it was three years into it, Brandon finally quit his job. And we're like, we're just going to do this.
1: Wow. Did it feel like a jumping off the cliff moment? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Like, will we survive?
0: (laughs) It was, yeah. My parents came to visit right before that. And at the, they had seen like how much we'd grown since we bought the property. And they were like, we're super proud of you. We think you guys should really go for it. And wow. after just hearing that, we were like, let's do this. They were like
1: vision holders for yeah. you almost. Yeah. They just could see it. And they're like, oh, I love that.
0: Yeah. Which is amazing because, you know, most parents would be like, this is scary. This is you probably have a not baby. financially feasible. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they believed in us, which was a super important step. So, yeah, we Brandon quit his job. We farmed for a full year there um, just doing that. And then we decided to move. Lots of reasons behind that. But I think for there was um, a hurricane that came by and flooded us for five days. So we lost all our crops. Wow. We realized the piece of land that we were on probably wasn't the most sustainable piece of land if it was going to keep flooding. Right. And also thinking about education for our girls we kept having girls and we're like well if we have girls we want them to go somewhere where they have lots of opportunity not necessarily in the south right so yeah we trekked west I we thought about going back to California which is where I'm from but everything is just too expensive so we kind of ventured north into Oregon and realized okay yeah this is a great state
1: and did you guys like pack up a u-haul and drive west or we did did so we
0: kind of scoped out oregon a couple times came on a couple trips and then we just decided we're not going to find a place if we keep just looking on the internet we need to actually be there so we packed up phoenix our youngest was born May of 2014 and August of 2014 we packed up our entire farm everything drove across yeah we had a U-Haul a tractor on a trailer and like three vehicles and so we had um, Brandon's sister helped us and a friend helped too and the three babies and it took eight days to get across the country and just made it here.
1: That is amazing. And you guys, were you working with a real estate agent at that
0: point? We were actually. And she found us this, the place where we live now, we landed here, but we landed here just to rent at first. Um, So she kind of found this as a rental and we were going to use this as a point to start looking for other places. This house? Yes.
1: Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So you moved in here as a rental and Let me just tell you guys, and we will share links to the farm. But when I drove up here, I mean, just the road itself leading up to the farm—it's enchanting. (laughs) Like just the trees and the old rustic barn, and then rolling in—it's just—it's magical. It is. Did you freak out when you like (laughs) rolled in here?
0: Oh yes, we had no idea where we were going. You didn't? We saw it like on Google Maps. Oh my god! Never. I had no idea. And then the previous owners, who are Pam and Randy. Um, and they are the owners of Oregon's Wild Harvest, um, which is a medicinal herb company, Oh, um, are the most warmest, most welcoming people. So, you know, we came here not knowing a single person and just felt so at home and everyone that worked for them was nice. And they were transitioning from moving this their farm here over to Redmond on the other side of the mountain. So there, there were still people here for our first year kind of working and in and out. And so it felt nice to kind of have like people we could talk to and people who were kind. Community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And were you living in this exact house? We were. Okay. Yeah. I can't even believe it. It's such a beautiful home like I can't imagine like just showing up here and being like okay this is our house
0: (laughs) I will I knew when I so I love cooking that's my passion and I knew when I walked in here the first day and saw this kitchen the kitchen is amazing Mm. that I would never be able to leave I'm like I can't ever move away from this this is like the best kitchen and a person could ever have. Oh,
1: it's so amazing. I love the Island. We need to just, can we share a lot of pictures of your home? (laughs) Is that okay? You're like, (laughs) fine. Sure. (laughs) Um, and so then how did it, how did you guys transition from just renting this to it being your farm?
0: So they were, they were obviously going to start selling it. Um, and we just asked, we said, can we buy it? We, can we be a prospective buyer before you even list it? Yeah. Um, and they really wanted the land to go to another farmer and someone who was going to farm organically still and take care of the land. Because they had been here for over 20 years and felt such a kinship with the land, you know, mm. such ownership of such a beautiful place. And they didn't want it to, you know, turn into whatever, you know, be abused by right. the next buyer. So, or
1: turn it into a junkyard or whatever. R- yeah. Like, who knows?
0: So... Yeah, and we talked to them and they like they, they helped us out because um we wouldn't have been able to get uh like a loan from the bank did, being farmers.
1: Right. Did yeah. they just do I sorry, I'm so curious. I remember the other day at yoga, I was like, How did you guys do this? I'm just so inspired by how people make it happen. Did they do like did they carry the yeah, contract they, they or did, whatever?
0: Which is super nice of them. Yeah. Oh
1: my god that's inspiring yeah
0: so and it was like the universe aligned it is. for all of us because there were these weird like moments where we were all like oh my gosh this is giving us goosebumps but just they saw us and said wow you guys remind us of a younger version of ourselves and we really like you and we know you'll do you know keep uh take care of the land correctly and Oh my
1: God. So you know that I'm into manifesting and I've been doing lots of work with Lacey Phillips of To Be Magnetic, which I'll link in the show notes. I've talked about this work on almost every episode so far (laughs) because it's just such a big part of my life. But everything that you're saying is so aligned with like. The manifestation process it's like you're like we're just gonna jump off the cliff leave this farm leave everything we know to be true in Louisiana go west and it's like when you're doing that I mean if you believe in this but it's like you're literally signaling to the universe that you trust that mm-hmm. you trust you're like I'm supported I, and you have been supported in yeah. this whole transition do you see that yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> it's that's so crazy it's definitely like once that all happened and the stars aligned because we were also it wasn't totally automatic we were waiting for our place to sell in Louisiana so we could put the down payment on this house right and it had been on the market for almost a year and so it was literally like right before we were going to try to close on this place that it sold so that it is literally crazy. stars aligned and so once that happened and we we're like wow we just inherited you know, we have huge shoes to fill, like a, hu- a really nice farm with nice infrastructure. Like, we've really got to go for it. Like...
1: Go all in. All
0: in. Like... And we were already doing okay in Louisiana, but... We're like, okay, this is a sign that we just have to do this. We can eventually grow into this place, and right, yeah, we've grown a lot in five years here.
1: Can you kind of talk about that? Like, what, like, what did it look like in the beginning, and where is it now? I mean, you have farmers coming from all over to come and work here and live here, and yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, when we moved here in 2014, and and then we started farming in 2015. Um, we it yeah we did not it started off really slow we it was like a transition between learning how to farm in really really hot like tropical weather like Mm. louisiana and then more like you know mild climate here and actually the climate here is much more um easy to farm in Mm. but still a, a big learning curve for us right so that first year, we just did farmer's markets. We did not want to commit to a CSA yet because we were just testing the waters. What can we grow? You know, how does it yeah. grow here in Oregon? Um, so we did the Gresham Farmer's Market and the Mount Hood Farmer's Market, our two closest markets.
1: Are farmer's markets lucrative? I mean, they have to be a yeah. somewhat. Okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I've always wondered. I haven't done them, but I'm just like, yeah, but you must. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you need to build a reputation and have, you know, a good customer base, which right. we've done over the five years that we've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then after the first year, just testing the waters and growing what we could and going to market, we um, we decided to jump in and start our CSA, which we had done a tiny CSA back in Louisiana, but it was small. Yeah, it so was star- small. I think we started with 35 people here our first year. And then each year we've grown it. So now we're at the point where we have 100 families and that feels comfortable.
1: It's amazing. And then
0: we still do the two farmers markets. So that's pretty much what we do is 100 family CSA and the two farmers markets. um, And our season's May through October. But we we end up starting January to Mm -hmm. get all that stuff ready. Wow. Um,
1: Yeah. And so... You, you're you actually out there farming, right?
0: More and more. So <laughs> when the babies were younger, I had very limited time to spend in the field, but I do all of the business. Everything that needs to be done on a computer is me. Right. Um, website building, accounting, all that. Right. Um, and then as the kids have slowly like gone off to school, yeah, I've been able to be out there more. Do you like is, it? You I like- do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really love... Um, my main responsibility is all the seed starting mm. and working the greenhouses. And that's like my favorite.
1: Mm. It's just like you can just feel that new life of mm-hmm. spring, you know? You're just like, here we
0: are. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to survive. <laughs> and it's a lot of logistics and organization, which I'm good at. Yeah. So I really enjoy that part of farming.
1: Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like, just from the little bit that I know of you, I feel like this farm and just all the things you're doing force you to use all of your innate gifts like it just seems like everything you're naturally really good at it's like being asked of you
0: yes it's so true to, so to run a farm or any business but especially a farm because it has so many facets to it you really have to be a jack of all trades and it's funny because Brandon and I are like s- such an amazing team our skills don't overlap a lot so they complement each other so between the two of us we have like a full spectrum you know from website building to fixing tractors yes to growing things Mm. and marketing and I love that that. um so yeah it really has it's very challenging um it tests you in all kinds of ways like you need to be good at customer service but also you know you might want to be out in the field because you don't want to talk to people, you know. Right. So it's like, I yeah, know. it challenges you.
1: It does, which helps you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hi and I, because we work together too. Mm-hmm. And I'm always interested to be like, how do you do it? Because it is, it is hard. And one thing we, we recorded an episode, I don't know when it's going to come out, but um, we were talking about, one of the listeners asked like how how do you guys like do that kind of stuff together mm-hmm. like how do you make that work and I would jokingly but also really honestly just said like stay in your lane in a way of like but not <laughs> Very in, like true though. yeah but it's like we have our own gifts and we yeah. like we each bring our own strength to the team and it's like when we can just like trust each other to really rock it in what we're good at it just flows better but if I'm like hovering over a renovation project and being like well, why don't you try this when I don't know the fuck, I don't know anything about it. It's like, no, that's back off, stay in your lane. And it actually flows.
0: I actually really love that you said that because I've never described it that way, but that's a perfect description. Yeah. Um, There's times where we don't stay in our lane and that usually, those are the times that conflict comes up. Yeah. (laughs) But if we do just stay in our lane, everything is very smooth because Mm -hmm. there's certain things that each of us, yeah, are really good at and the other one has no idea. (laughs) Right.
1: Exactly. Don't you feel like, I mean, you and Brandon, you guys have just this vision of like what you want for your lives. And doesn't that help? Like even when conflict comes up, you still have the same vision. You still are working towards like mm-hmm. that same goal. And you're like, Oh, but look at what we're doing.
0: Yeah. One of our mantras is we're on the same team when, when we're getting mad at each other yeah. we're on the same team. Remember we're on the same team. And then kind of like reset. From oh, that.
1: I love that so much um, to pivot a little bit. I want to go into like Not like work life balance. I fucking hate that because it's like work is a part of our life. You know, I don't think balance really exists. I just, (laughs) no, and I don't think it really exists. Like there's going to be times where we're, you know, we're going on dates with our husbands. There's going to be times where we're just working and we don't even know who they are. You know, it's just like it kind of, how are you trying? And maybe you're not, you could just say, no, I'm not fucking trying right now, but maintaining more of a balanced life where you're getting. All your needs met and being able to yeah do the fun things too
0: so it's been slow honestly starting a farm and having kids at the same time is insane yeah it's a crazy endeavor um as the kids are getting older now this is the first year all three of them are in school um praise jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've i've been waiting for this moment i mean i miss them for sure but It's hard to be productive when little kids need your attention. Yeah. So now I can focus while they're gone and then be there for them when they come home. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it has been a very slow uh, work in progress. I feel like this year has been our best year. And every year I think it gets better. But our best year in terms of a little bit of self-care for us. And this is great that you're interviewing me because for us, the bringing in yoga Hmm. has been life changing. And Aww. it's been something that we've wanted to do or that I've wanted to do for a few years now. Um and then just kind of made it happen. Finally yeah. was reached out and it's said, the is best. There anyone who wants to trade a CSA to yeah. teach yoga classes to us? And you know, I'm not forcing our, our crew to do the yoga, but everyone wants to, you know, it's like, it's
1: so special. It's been my favorite thing. And that's like another universe aligns thing because it was like, I had just moved back here. And then one of my brand new students who I just met sent me this like email just being like, Hey, this really cool looking farm is looking for a yoga teacher. Would you be interested? And I reached out. I was like, hi. Yeah. let's me, you know it's just it worked out so well it's been the best it's a good energy exchange it's like a little bit of yoga organic veggies I mean you guys have fed us since spring like every week you're a part of our every day
0: (laughs) which is awesome (laughs) yeah
1: it's the best um so yeah just you're still just like finding that balance like self-care adding more of that in
0: yeah um Really setting limits for ourselves. Um, there are certain times of the year when that just doesn't exist. But um, we try to go to bed at a reasonable hour to mm-hmm. heal our bodies. Um, we used to, like when we were first starting here, you know, put the kids down at night and then go out again and work another two, three hours while, the, while there was still light outside. Death. Yeah, it was horrible. So we've stopped doing that. Good. <laughs> just
1: being like, what needs to get done will get done.
0: Yeah. Or just letting go of cert- a few things sometimes. Um, but getting better at managing that and also growing our crew, like trying to find the right balance of help that we need. Mm -hmm. Um, are
1: you guys looking for new farmers like every year?
0: Every year. Yeah. Okay. So we usually post in the end of December, um, positions. Uh, we usually take like an intern or apprentice. Yeah.
1: Okay. We'll link everything in case someone's interested in doing that, um, what would like what would be a good candidate like for someone to come and work here what is what are is it someone just wanting to maybe start a farm of of their own someday or
0: yeah it's not obviously we can't follow through on that being a requirement or anything but we do hope like our idea is to um help people grow a passion for farming and that we can help more people go in that direction because that's something that absolutely needs to happen to heal our earth Mm. is more small farmers, less big ag and small farms are dying everywhere because most farmers are at retirement age right now. Mm. So our goal is to have people come in and, and see how fulfilling of a life it can be. Um, and then maybe go out and start their own farm one day. But, um, a definite requisite for the job is to be committed and be a hard worker because you can't do anything half ass in farming. Mm-hmm. You have to be 100% there. And so if you don't see yourself getting up at 4 in the morning in the freezing cold, it's definitely not the right position for you. Right. Totally. you got to be hard pretty work. hardcore. You <laughs> have
1: to, like, you can't half-ass it. You have to full-ass it. Yeah. Everything. Absolutely. All of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, you guys are just... And I don't know, like even between and I want to get into your relationship with your husband a little bit because you guys are so sweet. Um, but it's like everything that you guys are doing here, the way like even with the yoga and just seeing your crew here and then you guys like have breakfast together and you have lunch. Mm-hmm. It's like you're showing them such a beautiful life, like your guys is real, true, everyday life like it inspires me it can't (laughs) not inspire them you know to create something similar
0: yeah that's what we hope it is such a good life it's so fulfilling like I said I mean very much hard work but yeah we share a lot every meal together and good times and we grow the food right outside the door then it comes in here and we cook it and it's very simple well I don't like to use the word simple because it's not simple but
1: but simple pleasures yeah really yeah
0: Simple pleasures for sure. Just finding so much meaning just in shared meals.
1: Yes, absolutely. I love that, and I think it's like I I have this fear because I'm such a businessy girl. Like I'm always working and creating, but it's like I I like hearing you say that it does take hard work to kind of enjoy the simple life. Mm-hmm. It does because mm-hmm. if you're gonna be working a more creative life of like you're working for yourself, you have to make all the money that comes in is you guys like you yeah. guys have to make it happen yeah. but it's like it does take hard work to then be able to enjoy so you can have both I just like I'm, I'm talking to myself mostly because I feel like I've been working my tits off lately yeah. like working so hard but I also am gonna go lead a retreat in Montana next week and I get to be gone in the woods for right. a week so it's like hard work does pay off
0: every time I feel flustered or you know sour maybe that we're just working so hard and we're not the same as everyone who gets to go like kayak on the weekend or go to a movie and then I look at the food that we eat and what we put on the table and what we feed our kids and I'm like I'm good you're (laughs) like like, this is life yeah I'm very happy do
1: you have some tips and again this is selfish (laughs) for um organ organizing your day like just like the your day-to-day what do you do how do you do it
0: ah that's hard we're very 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 routine i mean one because of the farm but also because of kids and school schedules um so we're very militant about our routine um you know some days we wake up earlier than others but it's the same day like it's always thursday is a harvest day so we know leading up to that we have to wake up at you know four or three depending on the weather um but just, yeah, keeping a set schedule, like each day is for a different thing. Mm. Wednesday's are yoga morning, which yeah. is our nice morning.
1: And you're cooking in the kitchen every time. When I get here, you're like yeah. making, what are you doing? Like s- tomatoes? Yeah, like prepping just, lunch yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. So having a routine. And do you write it out on a calendar? Do you have things? I don't.
0: I'm. I mean, I'm a pretty organized person, but <laughs> if I had more time, I would probably be more organized in the writing stuff out. But... It's just kind of like I hold a lot in my head.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like you wake up Monday and you know what you have to do?
0: Oh, sometimes I'll write lists. Okay. I'm a big list person.
1: Okay. So maybe like the day of. Yeah.
0: The night before I'll be like, what needs to get done tomorrow? And I'll write like a list of all the tasks. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know if you feel this. I think it's because it, freedom is like one of my number one values, mm-hmm. which can really conflict with like being a businesswoman sometimes, you know, but it's like when I'm I carry my little dirty yellow planner with me wherever I go Mm -hmm. and I get, like, really overwhelmed when I, like, have every day accounted for already
0: in my week. You know what
1: I mean? Like, it makes me want to, like, throw up a little bit because I'm, like, I don't have room for surprise in there. So, do you feel some of that? Oh,
0: yeah. Well... We never have any day that's not accounted for, at least during the farming season.
1: You're making me feel better because <laughs> so, that's how I feel right now. Oh, yeah.
0: We've relinquished any possibility of or like I would say 95 percent possibility of anything spontaneous or yeah. fun during that time. So, so nine so, months, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we really like look forward to. The winter when we can kind of just have a very open schedule yeah be like oh it's not raining today maybe we'll take the kids to the zoo or something you know
1: wow but and you have more money because you're not spending any money so much during (laughs) during your season right it's
0: true because we we don't go out right really and we're eating all the food that we grow oh well, we'd still go to the grocery yeah. store
1: for, for certain, certain things. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certain things. That's so amazing. I love that. Um, and then to pivot into your relationship a little bit, cause I just love talking about relationships. I have always noticed cause I'm your yoga teacher and I'm mm-hmm. creepy and I just stare at you guys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not creepy at all. Um, but I've just noticed you guys have such a deep connection always mm-hmm. it's like I don't understand how you do it because even when we have my stepkids, I just feel like I easily lean towards like maybe not noticing hi as much or like not being as connected with him but I feel like you guys are really good at seeing each other a lot and like even just like shavasana like holding hands <laughs> and I like want to cry it just makes me happy
0: um we ha- so during the farming season we have very limited time to yeah. to see each other like you're saying literally there'll be some days where the only time we talk is at um our meals and at that point there's usually kit our kids there or, or our farm crew yeah so it can't be anything you know very personal um
1: Or it could be, but then everyone would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So when we have tiny moments, we usually take advantage of it. So that's probably what you're seeing because in yoga, we're like right next to each other. I'm so
1: grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sweet.
0: But yeah, we do have a very, very deep connection. It's funny because in previous relationships... I've, also, I've looked at other friends who work together who I mean with their partner you know and start a business or work together and before Brandon I would always look at that and think that is insane I would never be able to run a business right. with my partner I would never want to be with them oh, that many days yeah. you know or that many hours in the day like like I will need heads. a break from it. totally yeah and so I never thought that was something I would want to do But then when Brandon and I got together and we started dreaming up, you know, this, this farm idea, it was just super natural and we never get annoyed with each other. I mean, yes, we do argue sometimes, but it's like, I'm never like, oh, I've spent too many hours around him. No. Yeah. So. He's a part of you. He's a part of your every day. We are a very, very good team. Uh. Um, And so. That's been really awesome. I love that. That's made the farm flourish and made this all possible.
1: I know. I feel that from you guys. Like, I'm like really sensitive to energy, which you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm really selective about like the couples I surround myself with. And Mm -hmm. because there's so many fucked up couples that are just in bad places and don't even like each other, Mm -hmm. but you guys have always just like really radiated just this loving cozy connected energy and I really appreciate it because I feel like that's what my husband and I have yeah. and I'm like I just want to be around couples that are kind to each other and totally. see each other so it's just even after I teach you guys on Wednesdays I always leave feeling more aware mm-hmm. of high mm-hmm. like I'm excited to get home and see him yeah. so we can work together because I saw you guys be loving so yeah. I always really appreciate oh, that it's awesome um, and then I did have a couple of questions um just random ones and okay. I was thinking about you this morning before i came over but like what is your best day look like like your absolute favorite best perfect
0: day what would that look like <laughs> to be honest it would be off the farm not that i don't absolutely love our farm but our farm and home you know is it's work even if it's not farming season you know i'm preparing meals and or whatever cleaning the house watching the kids being a mom yeah exactly so um I think for us our biggest escape is a day on the coast
1: yes are we the same
0: (laughs) yeah it's the best so we try to pepper our season with those because we don't we don't ever have time to do anything overnight during the season um but even during our busiest times we'll say Let's load up the van with everyone and take Sunday and go to the coast. So we'll wake up early on our day off. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 load up the van with everyone, including our farm crew if they want to come. And then go to the coast. We try to pick a, a nice beach, usually Cannon Beach, but it could yeah. be somewhere else. And then eat some good seafood, make a beach fire. Sometimes we'll cook over the fire the and just let the kids play. It's just yeah. like open ended the salt air is extremely like renewing for Nourishing. me. Nourishing. Yes. I'm the
1: same way. I'm like a new woman at yes, the coast. Yes. Me too.
0: Yes. It's I have to do it to like mentally reset. Yeah. And the waves and everything. So that's probably yeah my most ideal day.
1: I love that. Just going, we are the same. That's yeah. my ideal day too. <laughs> it is. It's literally go to the coast yep. for the day. Yep. Um, have a beer on the beach and just like be with the ocean. Totally. It's so and nourishing. I the, yeah. know. I Even when it. it's raining. Oh, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Cold coast day is just as good as a hot. I know. Yeah.
1: I feel it. I feel it in such a huge way. What does your hardest day look like? And that could be like shit that's real. Like that goes on now. And you're like, that was the hardest ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, my hardest days are when I haven't had enough sleep, like, over the, throughout the the week. Yeah. And then I'm, like, really spent. Monster. Yeah. I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) No patience. Yeah. Snappy. My children still need me the same on those days than on any other day. And I'm, I'm, yeah, those are usually my worst days. I'm not the best mom. I'm very short with them. I'm very short with everyone. Right. Everything feels like a chore yeah frazzled right and that happens I want to say July August is usually the time that because it's like burnout time you're
1: getting so tired and
0: it's like everything that has to happen every possible farm task is still happening at the same time like planting and weeding and harvesting and yeah preparing rows like everything there's that's like the peak of the season. Damn. And then the kids are not in school, so they need like, you know, extra attention. And right.
1: and then this year at peak season, you lost a farmer. You lost two farmers. Yep. So, yeah, yeah,
0: those are those are hard days.
1: Yeah. So freaking hard. Well, thank you for sharing that. I love hearing about people's shitty days just because it's like we all have them and it's relatable. I told Marietta right when I got here, I was like, I had the worst day of my life yesterday. Like I was so and it was lack of sleep Mm -hmm. and being cold and like everything was horrible. I was like, you know what? I don't wish I was dead, but I kind of wish I wasn't alive right now. You know those days where yeah. it's just so hard,
0: or and I know what you're saying about cold. there's some days where your body just won't warm up, yeah, and yeah, hate it it's you can't really be productive on those days yeah it's yeah. it's
1: so miserable. um, did you know you always wanted to be a mom?
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like I did, yeah, so yeah, I pretty much always did yeah i d- I didn't really think there was very many options
1: <laughs> you just thought that you would be a mom and yeah. that's what would happen yeah well you're such a nurturing person too like I mean yeah. with your siblings like that was just in you to do yeah yeah
0: especially after them like just being around babies like at that um age I was a teenager right. and I loved it I was like well yeah of course I'm gonna have babies they're awesome
1: yeah that's another selfish question all these questions are really selfish <laughs> I just like I I'm so curious because you know I have, I have two stepkids yeah. and I just I wasn't someone I wasn't the little girl who was like I can't wait to be a mom okay that just wasn't a part of me yeah. and then you know the older I get and it's still possible that hi and I'll have a baby I don't mm-hmm. know but it's like do I do that if I don't if it wasn't in me always right. I don't know yeah I don't know anything <laughs> yeah so you didn't really know either. you just kind of felt like, yeah, yeah i'll probably I'll probably be a mom someday. yeah, you're such a good mom. Well, I love seeing you. you with your girls. um now they're selfish <laughs> they're also selfish. oh well, my podcast um <laughs> favorite vegetarian recipes. ooh, like something you you're such an amazing cook. I haven't actually eaten your food, but I've just seen <laughs> pictures of it, and I know it's damn good.
0: Thank you um man. And we'll link them too.
1: like, you don't have to tell us like all of it, but like, what is your, maybe, yeah, like your favorite meal to cook right now look like?
0: So vegetarian, um, I really love tarts of any shape or form or frittatas, but that involves eggs. Yeah. Um, a favorite tart that I do is, so I'll take a pie crust and roll it out like in a big rectangle then caramelize leeks or onions mm. and put a layer of those and then a layer of some kind of really good cheese could be brie um could be like a sharp cheddar mm. um goat cheese and then fresh sliced pears on top and then bake the whole thing fold, oh. fold the corners over so it's like a tart bake it and then when it comes out of the oven, I like to drizzle fresh honey on it.
1: We're done. <laughs> it and then just, yeah, it's amazing. Oh so anything
0: in tart form, I'll put like, you know, really beautiful slices of raw um, heirloom tomato on top of a wow. tart. Like yummy cheese. Do you have to too. have tart
1: pans or can you just no, use a regular just a sheet pan? P- oh my God. Yeah. And you have the dough recipe. Could you give me all of that? Sure. Okay.
0: Uh, I don't have it. I'll have to write it down. I don't, I do use cookbooks and recipes for sure, but a lot of stuff I just. Makeup and I feel bad because I'll post pictures and then people are like, "Can I have the recipe?" And I'm like, "I don't have a recipe and I don't have time to." (laughs) And you're like, "I don't have time (laughs) to to tell you." I know. know.
1: Well, you do a really good job because we have a CSA group, like Mm -hmm. us in the CSA. We have like our little private group, and you share recipes, and I love that. I mean, I've made a lot of new things this season, like shit I've never made before. Yeah. And even a pumpkin pie. Like I made a pumpkin. It didn't turn out great because I. Didn't really measure it out well, but it, I love that, it, like, getting the CSA and the new veggies and everything forces me to, like, cook differently. How was and the
0: delicata last night?
1: It was great. Oh, it was really good. It's yeah. sweeter. Yeah, it and is I, sweet. I liked being able to eat the skin. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. What did we do with it? Oh, I had, like, soup. Yeah, I made, like, a soup with all of your guys' veggies, mm-hmm. veggie vegetarian soup, and then some New Seasons bread because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I ruined my sourdough start.
0: How I have it? some I can give you
1: do you really yeah, <laughs> if you need some I need to talk to you about sourdough after this conversation <laughs> because I did something wrong but yeah it was so good I think we just ate it with our hands we yeah. just ate the squash yeah, that's
0: what my kids just grab handfuls of it yes and yeah. I am a
1: child so that is how I like to eat <laughs> um if okay if you could give a piece of advice to someone wanting to live a more creative life mm-hmm. what would that advice sound like
0: Hmm. Um. I guess again, back to the hard work. If if you want to live something that is against the norm of society, you've really you have to work for that. I mean, going it's like going against the flow. You know what I mean? So if you want it, you have to want it really bad, and you have to follow through and work for it.
1: Hmm. I love that. Yeah. And like even. Can even in your experience there's been times where that's almost felt like, Well, should I just stop? Have you felt that?
0: Oh yeah. There's been lots of times where like, why are we doing this? You know, at the peak of exhaustion.
1: You're like, We should give up. Give yeah. everything up. But it's
0: always like we say that and then we're like, But what next? And then we're like, Well, yeah. of course, like we've built the best life we can have. What what would be better than this? Yeah. Not working for someone else. Right. You know, not yeah, so oh yeah there you know there are definitely times when you question it
1: but just lean in and keep going absolutely fuck yeah I love that well thank you so much yeah, I'm you. so inspired by you and I'm so excited for people to hear your story
0: thank you so much yeah
1: for the thank you bye, bye. Mm, wasn't that great you guys so inspiring I hope you are feeling courageous and excited to move forward and following your dreams, even if it seems impossible just remembering that life is about connection and putting yourself out there. I think Marietta just really gave us all the permission slip to just lean in and freaking go for it. Um, For those of you who have rated and reviewed the show so far, thank you. I appreciate you. This is what's helping the show get heard by more people that could really benefit from the stuff we're talking about here at Mudlark. If you have not reviewed it yet, please head over. Do that on Apple. is so important for those reviews like the stars are great yes like you have to you obviously have to do the stars to leave the review but your actual beautiful words are really really important after you leave a review please take a screenshot send it my way and i will send you the access code to the mini course i'm releasing this november i hope you have a lovely rest of your day thank you so much for being here bye